0: Alright, this is Jason the Angel um, with Focused Marriages, and we are here to just share with you guys um, a hot topic this for the month, right? Um, something that we can all benefit from. Um, we don't want these topics of discussion just to be for you all, but we take advantage of this stuff as well. So it's not just for seriously dating, engaging, and married couples, but it's for all of us so that we can grow in our relationships. So today's topic as we start out this month of February, which is the Valentine's Day month, the love month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we wanna share on friendship in marriage and what that looks like and the importance of it. And also too, for you seriously dating and engaged and engaged couples, this is the opportunity for you guys to develop this level of friendship and companionship so that if and when you do decide to get married, You already have it in place. And marriage is that thing that just kind of seals it um, as you guys continue on in your journey. Yes. Um, So let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, So I got some notes here and everything else we want to share. I
1: got some notes
0: too. Uh, You got your notes. We got our notes. Um, So let's talk about this thing called um, friendship and marriage. Uh, First of all, what does friendship and marriage look and sound like to you? I guess that's the most important question.
1: Friendship and marriage to me... Uh, looks like something that I can experience with someone for the rest of my life and that we can do fun things together. not saying we won't get on each other's nerves sometimes because friends get on each other's nerves Mm -hmm. sometimes. But that I can spend the rest of my life with capturing memories.
0: Memories is important to you.
1: Yeah, memories is really important to me. So someone that I can do life with and enjoy it.
0: Awesome. And the way I see friendship is, and I get to some of my notes that I have already made here, but uh, when I look at friendship, I look back at some of the friendships that I've had and some that I still have. But when you talk about like that best friend friendship, Mm -hmm. right, that's that. And you and I are careful in using this term or phrase. That's my ride or die. But that's my ride to the wheels fall off partner, mm-hmm. right? And even when the wheels fall off, we're going to get some new wheels and put it back <laughs> on that thing and keep on riding, yeah. right? right? But that's my ace. That, that's, my, that's, my, that's my road dog. No disrespect in the word, but that's my partner. And so when we talk well, about... and in
1: this term, dog is D A W
0: G, absolutely, right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, and that's how I look at... Friendship, best friend, that one that I can just go to for everything. Right. Right. And one of the notes that I had here is this a way to develop emotional intimacy mm-hmm. is through friendship. Right? I would agree. I think a lot of couples miss out on that component because they're so much caught up on intimacy, right? Yeah. Um, as it relates to the physical aspect or the sexual aspect of things, Mm -hmm. um, even the spiritual aspect of things, and they lose sight of that emotional intimacy, Mm -hmm. right? They're trying to please God, and they're trying to please the flesh type of thing, but what about the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? And I know all of us, you know, we know how if you break down intimacy, it is like into me, see, See. Mm -hmm. right? And so we want to be that, have that level of intimacy with each other, Mm as it relates to being friends, yes. All right? So we came up with, uh, I want to say, maybe like four or five key characteristics of a thriving friendship in a relationship. And the reason we're not going to just say married, we're talking about in a relationship.
1: Because it's seriously dating or engaged or married. Exactly, that's mm-hmm. exactly
0: right, all right? And so I'm going to go over these, I'm, I'm going to name them, and then we're going to talk a little bit about them um, based upon our perspectives and kind of how we see things, right? Number one is time together. All right, we're talking about the key characteristics of a thriving friendship. Mm -hmm. Number one is time together. Number two is mutual curiosity. Mm -hmm. Number three is mutual trust. Number four is grace. And then number five is oneness. Right. All right. So now let's go back to the very beginning. So when we talk about time together, what does time together look like, sound like, feel like to you?
1: Time together means um, doing things that I like to do, regardless of whether or not it's of interest to you, mm-hmm. and for me to do things that you like to do, regardless of whether or not it's of interest to me. So it's basically putting aside my selfish desires to get in your world because that's how I can emotionally connect
0: mm-hmm. with True. you. Yep.
1: And vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, time together, that's what it looks like to me.
0: Okay. I, I, I will agree because, you know, time together is really indulging in each other's interests. hmm Right? Because uh, we are different. Right. And we all have different areas of interest that make us happy. Right. And I want to be included in on those areas that make you happy because you are my best friend. Right. Right. You know, and if we're going to do this thing together. Then it can't always be just about me and what I do and what I like to do. Right. Um, I think when we talk about time together, I think it really allows us to have unique experiences Mm -hmm. with one another. Right. Um, me doing some things with you can kind of help expose me to some things that maybe I wasn't accustomed to or I just didn't do and and vice versa, right? Right. I think during this COVID time, right, you're not an outdoorsy person. So we talk about, you know, spending time together as best friends. Um, Angel has opened up as it relates to... Going
1: outside. Going outside, (laughs) right? You know,
0: we've been, you know, on walks. We've been on rides. We've been just out, right? And so...
1: Mountains. Yeah,
0: you know, we've done, you know, sunrises, you know, everything. And I think that to your credit and to what we're talking about, it allowed you to have some different experiences that you found out. Like, oh, I enjoy. Yeah. Right. You know, so that, that's awesome. Um, the other thing I think about when we talk about time together is really being intentional about that as well. Right. You know, I, I know for me, I know
1: we use that word a lot. Intentional.
0: But and intentional really means is making a decision to do regardless of how you may feel. Mm -hmm. Right? Regardless of your selfish desires. Right. Being intentional is going against sometimes your own will. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like doing this, but I'm being intentional and getting this done.
1: Right. And
0: so I think like for different times, and, you, you know, I, let's say, all right, I'm just use me as an example, right? So, sometimes I don't like going to the grocery store, but I know we got to eat, right? So, I'm going to be intentional about, one, my attitude, right? Because I know we have to eat.
1: Your attitude I know, towards going to the grocery absolutely, store. Absolutely,
0: right? And then sometimes, as best friends, we have to do things that maybe the other don't really necessarily like, but it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And so it's necessary for us to get some groceries so we can eat. eat. Exactly. (laughs) So, even in that example, there, sometimes I'll just dive in, I'm in the store with you, I'm pushing the cart, I'm doing my thing. And then there's other times where you're going to the grocery store, I'll be in the car, but I make sure that I'm at that front door when you come out.
1: I'll call them and send them on my way
0: out. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. So, that's the
1: compromise version.
0: Yeah. So, to to that point, right, even Mm -hmm. when you're intentional, you're still compromising. Right. It's still a selfless act. hmm Okay? All right, that's good. So let's talk about this thing called mutual curiosity. All right? What, what, what does that t- sound like to you?
1: Just staying in wonder. Like, okay. wonder about your spouse. I mean, like, we talk every January about our goals for the year and things like that. But, you know, every day is a different day and new things come up. So it's like... What are you thinking today? <laughs> like just trying to get in their mind. That's the curiosity of me trying to get in his world, just to continue to remain a student of my
0: relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that curiosity is not to find out what it is that I'm thinking to attack me.
1: No. Right. It's just like new ideas, new things. Exactly. You know. You know Shoot, you could have came up with an
0: invention overnight. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and I think to, you said something really good when we talk about mutual curiosity is being a student of one another. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we as couples, wherever you are in your relationship, yes. you should really, and we talked about this before, be intentional about being a student in your relationship. Yes. Right. And, and what that means is really... Giving focus attention to studying each other. Studying each other. What makes them happy? What makes them sad? What makes like you hear the phrase "Don't poke the bear"? Like, know what buttons to push and what buttons not Not to push. push, Right? How to get the best out of your mate or your intended for the sake of a healthy relationship.
1: That's good.
0: Right? And a lot of times we are students of everything else Mm -hmm. because we know the reward of accomplishing that study or that level of education. Right. Right? We are, you know, I want to get a promotion on my job, you know, so I know I have to get the certification to do so. So what do I do? I study. Right. And when you study, you're blocking off everything else that's around you. You're giving focus attention to so that you can comprehend all of what you need to be able to regurgitate that information and repeat that information back when questions are asked. Right. That same principle, that same approach, has to apply in our relationship as husband and wife, right. as fiancés, as boyfriend and girlfriend. You have to. Re- I don't even
1: know. Do
0: they say boyfriend,
1: girlfriend, or do they say babe, or I don't know what
0: they say. My boo. Boo, my boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we haven't quote unquote along those lines dated each other with that title, but we still date each other. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, that's good. Uh, when we talk about mutual curiosity and being a student of one another, we should really do that. Um, here's a quote that I have before we get to number three. Give your spouse. Well, what I have here is give your wife the gift of having a husband who is endlessly fascinated by her. Right. And vice versa. OK, give your husband the gift of having a wife who is endlessly fascinated by Him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I like that word being fascinated, mm-hmm. right? It's like every day I desire, and this is the truth, every day we pray that God give me the wisdom that I, that, the me the that I need to be the to husband that I need to be to her, right? Because... I want to make sure that I am the exact husband that I need to be to her even in the various seasons that we may go through Mm -hmm. because the husband that I need to be to you prior to COVID is far different than the husband that I need to be to you right now. Amen. Because things change. Mm -hmm. But when you are a student and you're fascinated by one another you're paying attention to the small details of one's life that will allow you to just perpetuate and to accomplish all of what needs to be accomplished for that relationship. Yep. All right. Do you have anything else? All right, cool. All right. So then number three is mutual trust. All right. So talk to me because I know trust is a big thing for you. So talk to me about mutual trust. Uh,
1: Mutual trust to me means the same trust that I give him, I expect for him to give me, but trust is being open, honest, and transparent, Mm -hmm. right? So if I come to you and, and and pour out my heart, then I expect for you to pour out your heart to me. Mm -hmm. And
0: And it's only fair.
1: Yeah. Without holding anything back. And I know for men, they don't like to be as transparent as we are. For
0: various reasons. Got egos. Yeah. this pride. They, they, they
1: feel like they might be considered a, a sucker or something
0: like that. A wimp. Oh, oh that's right. The weaker
1: one. There or... you go.
0: That's what I wanted to point out. So especially for men, when we talk about that mutual trust, <clears throat> women will open up the doors of their heart. They will be vulnerable. They will be just authentic. I mean, mm. they just letting it all out. Right. Men, we tend to kind of hold a little bit back Because of that pride, because of that ego, because we don't want to appear to be weak, like you were saying. And so we're always showing like that hero macho mode at all times when really.
1: We want we want to see you in your at your weakest point because I like that. You consider it weakness, but we consider it strength because we're like, oh,
0: and that's where you can help us.
1: Yeah, you
0: can. Absolutely.
1: Give me a hug. How
0: can I help you? And I got like that you. That
1: type of thing. Yeah, like, I'm in your corner. Exactly. That's what we want. Don't try to be macho, as he would always say. Don't always show Superman. We want to see Clark, Clark, Clark Kent. That's right.
0: You get that thing, though. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. It says, I have here, like, trust also includes confidentiality about things shared within the relationship. Mm-hmm. It is a safe space and nothing is hidden mm-hmm. right now i want to talk about that for a second and i want to hear your input on as well because there are times where one spouse may not share any relationship because the other spouse is going to run and tell mama mm-hmm. the other person or the other partner is going to go tell their best friend mm-hmm. Right, There There's something that you and I are working on. And sometimes it doesn't always have to be something bad right. that has taken place. One thing that we have come to the realization of is... Even things that we are in faith for mm-hmm. in our relationship... That we need to keep that right here. Because we don't need no doubters. We don't need no haters. We don't need nobody in our camp that's not believing to the level in which we're believing. True. And so therefore... That's something we're going to keep between us and allow God to do what he needs to do in our relationship. So when I talk about withholding things from a confidential standpoint, it's not always bad.
1: Yeah, but no, some people think that faith faith is um, telling everybody. To me, when you got a hint to people, that's not faith.
0: Yeah, that's so, a good point. So
1: faith is that's good. me and my husband being in agreement in prayer and believing God. You all don't even know, but when you see the manifestation of it, then you'll know. Come
0: on then. But
1: yeah, you have some people that will, will post, I'm in faith for X, Y, and Z. Are you really in faith? Because when you're in faith, you don't have to publicize.
0: That's right. That's good, Angel.
1: You can like just be in faith and in prayer with God, and God will make those things happen for you. You don't need the social media uh, viewers to help make that happen because... That's like hinting to me. That's just my perspective. That's right.
0: That's good. No, and and, and if you are best friends, if you have this friendship piece connecting and, and functioning, mm-hmm. that's all you need. The Bible says, when two or more come together, touching
1: and experience. touching
0: and agreeing, that two things happen. He gets involved in on your every situation and whatever it is that you ask God for, He'll grant it unto you. Yes. He didn't say anything about publicizing it. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think like that's Like putting what, your cash out. That's, that's,
1: that's, that's hinting. That's faith and hinting.
0: That's, that's a whole other topic right there. Okay. So
1: I won't go we, there. We're
0: going to move on. I'm with you, though, but we're going to move on with it so we don't get sidetracked, right? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but then go, going back to trust, right? Um, trust is built on faithfulness to each other. Mm-hmm. And to your point, it is being open and vulnerable and authentic with one another. Yes. All right. Yes. And then the last piece that we have here is This place of uh, Well before that one Is grace
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right? Well, talk to me about grace In this relationship You know piece here
1: Grace is Offering patience Offering uh, Patience without Badgering or nagging Or like Not giving a pass, though. That's good. Still acknowledging whatever the situation is, but you're not going to keep harboring on it Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. So, that's grace. Like, okay, it happened. We addressed it. We came up with a resolution. So, this won't happen again. Okay, let's move on.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. And I think grace also, too, is... Like giving that unmerited, you know, level of favor because the same grace that God gives us is our responsibility to give that same extended grace to others. And if you don't know how to give grace to your partner, your spouse, your fiance, whatever that category fits, your boo, your bait, exactly. If you don't know what that looks like, then look at your relationship with God and how God gives you grace. And we share this a lot when we talk right now to our couples, you know, in the coaching sessions that, you know, it's too often when we go to God and say, God, I ask you you know, forgive me. If you get me out of this situation, God, I'm going to do better. Right. And first of all, why are we even going to God with a negotiation, right? (laughs) God don't need no negotiation. However, we do it anyway. And we say, God, if you get me out of this, I'm going to do this. And as soon as we leave that place of making that commitment, right, signing that contract with God... We go back and we do the same stupid stuff all over again. But even in the midst of our imperfections, even in the midst of us not upholding our end of the bargain, mm-hmm. God gives us grace no matter what. <clears throat> he allows us to wake up the next morning. He gives us breath of light, the full mm-hmm. function of our limbs, all these other things. Mm-hmm. And that's the same level of grace that we need to be able to give to our spouse. Yep. And again, to your point, it doesn't mean you get a pass, right. but it means that I'm not going to hold you in condemnation
1: right.
0: on this thing. That's what it is right there. Yeah. All right, that's good. That's good. Um, and then lastly, we'll wrap it up with this one here is, is oneness, mm-hmm. right? Talk to me about this place of oneness. We, we hear that a lot, but what does that mean? Because in a relationship, especially in a marriage relationship, you're either in one of two places. You're in a place of oneness or isolation. Well, what does oneness mean to you?
1: Oneness to me means walking together, like on the same foot, unity, harmony, peace, joy. Um, we're saying the same thing, not necessarily verbatim, mm-hmm. but, you know, at the end of the day or at the end of that sentence where the period is or the question is, the question mark, we're asking or we're saying the same thing.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: we're two individual people, so it's not gonna come out exactly the same.
0: Right. It's it's just like different versions of the Bible. Right. Right. It it's saying the same thing, but it's saying it in different words. Yeah, like
1: I believe he is the message Bible and I am the New Living Translation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's all about still making it plain and getting the same message across. It, right. Right. And, and that's that place where all couples need to strive. To get to, that's our end goal. That's a place where we want to reside in. And mm-hmm. our relationship is in that place of oneness. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it earlier. And you already know it. It's my favorite scripture. But it's in that Matthew 18 18, 18, 18 through 20. Through 20 yeah. Verses 19 and 20. That when two come together, touching and agreeing. That their God is in the midst. And he'll grant you whatever you ask for. But
1: Even- that's his favorite scripture. And I like to bring this up because I just... Got some other revelation of it. But it's also the scripture talking about forgiving one another.
0: Absolutely. So because that's really what that's all about. you
1: have against one another, you got to forgive each other first before that scripture can be actively applied to your relationship.
0: That is very good. That's good. Because you can't be in a place of agreement if you're walking in a place of um, unforgiveness. Right. That's, that's a whole nother topic right here. <laughs> this was good, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Angel had something else you wanted to share in reference to...
1: Relationships.
0: Yeah, so, exactly. And, um, and we, maintain that friendship.
1: Yeah, we were talking about, um, you know, refreshing. It was like some relationships need to be refreshed. That's true, but I told Jason, let's take it a step further. I think some relationships need to hit the control or delete button we need to pull up the task manager and see what tasks we need to end so that we can start afresh. See the refresh button is only going to give you what you have at that moment. Say if it's 9.45 a.m., you're going to get that version at 9.45 a.m. But if you hit the refresh button at 9.47, you can get the most updated version of whatever it is that you're looking at. So some relationships, you need to get the Hit the refresh button to get the most updated version of yourself Mm -hmm. so that you can be the best version of yourself in your relationship. And then the other relationships, you need to hit the control or delete. You just need to end the task altogether. (laughs) And it may be multiple tasks that you need to end. So pull up the task manager and end the tasks that are not serving you well in your relationship.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So read, because I know you have some notes here, because I want you to share that before we end it out here. So read one of those definitions when you talked about control, alt, delete.
1: Oh, okay. So for control, alt, delete, it means to end or do
0: away with. Wait, well, don't, don't just breeze over that one, right? Control, alt, delete means what again? To
1: end or do away with.
0: So in some of you all's relationships, In order for you to maintain this level of friendship that you want and you desire, you're going to need to do what again?
1: You're going to need to end or do away with
0: some of your old habits, some of your old thoughts, some of your old ways, some of your old friends. Huh? Continue on.
1: It's sometimes used to explain escaping an issue, Mm. removing someone from the equation, Mm. Forgetting about them or the situation.
0: Control Alt Delete. Look for a post coming out with that soon. Right? That's good right there. That's good. That's good. Um, well, hey, look. We hope is there anything else you have? Because nope. that, that was a good way to end it right there. Nope. Right? Just hit control alt delete. Control alt
1: delete to end the task.
0: Let's, and let's just start this thing over afresh, anew. Um, you guys got some revelation knowledge now of how we can maintain or create this level of friendship. In your you know, relationships, relationship. so let's go for it. And so we appreciate that. Um, check us out on Instagram, uh, IG. What's the um, Facebook address?
1: Focus Marriage.
0: Uh, Focus Marriages. Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, Focus Marriages <laughs> Facebook group. Focus Marriages on Instagram. And,
1: and we're going to upload this on YouTube.
0: Absolutely. And then as well as if you and or if you know of someone who is seriously dating, engaged, or married, and they need some coaching. Um, Angel and I, we are constantly doing coaching sessions virtually, right? And so, just go on our website at www.focusmarriages.com. Click on the um,
1: services tab.
0: Services tab. Schedule
1: your session. And or schedule your consultation.
0: consultation. Yep. Hey, we thank you guys for um, listening to us. Hopefully this has been a blessing to you all because it has truly been a blessing to us. There's some areas where we need to hit the refresh button and there's some areas where we need to hit control, alt, delete to make our relationship better. So we thank you guys for listening in. And um, hey, together, let's keep growing in our relationships. Have a good one.